Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, welcome to the post-game podcast. Uh, Jerry's on vacation. Eddie Scazzeri joins me today. Hi there, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. I was, uh, you know, yesterday I got to host with Gio. You did, yes. Yeah, and I almost brought this up to CeeLo in the po- in the warm-up show, and I was talking to uh, Izzo about this during uh, before we came in here. He's asked, oh, how was it hosting, co-hosting with Gio? It's either good to be the the main guy mm-hmm. driving the conversation or the third and fourth guy, yes. third, fourth, and fifth guy. Being the second guy, you're expected to contribute as much, and the lead guy's taking all the good stuff. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? It's t- very tough. And you're just kind of commenting on what he says because in your position with your sports fandom knowledge, it's like you're not going to come up with a driving topic necessarily, right. and I noticed that in the in the the top the uh, the first segment of each hour was a lot of sports, right? And then then CeeLo came in and it was fine, and then the the last segment of each hour seemed to be some sort of off topic, yes, which was fine, which is better for me, correct? But like to be that to the second almost equal voice when it's just sports. It's a tough spot for you. Right. The other thing was, in the CeeLo segment, he talks so fast. He's like, and then into sound. Like, my gosh, when am I supposed to jump in here? Not that I really had anything. Yeah. So, yeah, it just felt it felt weird to me. Yes. Yeah, but you did fine. You, yeah, but, you held your own. Yeah, but just like, I feel like I was just a, like holding place. Like, Joe Beningo came in, boom, he oh, was yeah. like rip-roaring. Yes. We got a ton of phone calls today. Oh, I know. I know. All because of Joe's, Joe being on, I uh, think. Yeah, well, he's beloved. Yeah, he is beloved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Gio said, I'll see how you do tomorrow. Because, uh, you know, when you do it every day, as Joe knows for sure, as he yes. did it many, many years. Uh, different than coming in and landing in and um, doing some radio. and. But I think it's a, it's a very easy drive in. It'll be an okay drive home for him. I think he'll be fine for two days. Okay, good. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I like when it changed things up in the summer. Yeah. You know, it's, it's these radio shows, you do them every day. It's not like TV where you 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 film uh, or you record or do, you know, 18 episodes or something and you come back a year later and do it again. Right. Like, this is like every day. Mm-hmm. So in the summer when it gets broken up, 
the different things. Uh, it's a nice change sometimes. Oh, for sure. And Joe is just remarkable. Like the times when he was in here for the the rejoins, as we say in the trade. Yes. Like the, the music. music would always spark something, and then he would go on a little two or three minute story about what, which is fun. Which is the great thing about music. It does remind yes. you of different eras in your life and mm-hmm. very specific things in it your does. life. Yes. Or certain movies you saw mm-hmm. where the where the film or where the song was was put in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like all those things like that the music more than anything else triggers Agreed. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like remember where or what year it was based on where you are in your life yes. knowing where you were listening to it. Right. Joe brought up an interesting thing that he said during the program that the age of 42, he's 70 now. Mm-hmm. He said the age of 42 was the best age to be. And he told Gio, who's 40 or 41, uh, you haven't even hit it yet. Like, that's the best year. And I was trying to think, like, I feel like my my 43, 42, 43, 44, I put that right in that. I'm with Joe yeah, on that one. You You were killing it. I was killing it in the dating world. Yeah, you were. I I know. I had a very small window where I was killing it in the dating world. It was about a five or six year period. I think less. Oh, I think less. Three or four? Yeah. Maybe like 2012, 13, 14. Mm. Where I was on a nice little roll for myself. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I'm going to put that, I put those years up there. I thought they were good years. Yeah, they were for sure. I had no dog. I mean, I was killing yeah. life. You were in Basking Ridge. Ah. Not that you don't love your place now, which is very nice. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Basking Ridge, I felt like I was in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Do you have a year where you feel like, boy, that was a great year? Um, or, or era, like a couple year period, like early 40s, late 40s, well, early 30s? You know, as you get old and the physical stuff, and that, that all sucks. But in my head, it's like I'm kind of, I'm always like okay with where I am right now. Mm-hmm. And I always look back and just because of things I know now being older and perhaps wiser, hopefully that like, there's always things that when I look back, like, Oh, I wish that I have known, or I wish I would have done this differently. I wish it, not that it's like, like a big regret, but I sort of enjoy my mind now knowing things and experiencing things. So I, I don't necessarily look back and, you know, wish to be obviously from the purely physical standpoint, of course, you want to be young and fit and right. all that stuff and have your, you know, body not breaking down and all that stuff. But no, I, I'm okay with where I am because, you know, the the knowledge I've accumulated, I'm I'm always okay with, you know, being where I am mentally anyway. Yeah. Not, not, not and also because it's not like I had a, time when I've you know was sowing my wild oats as they say because I've been with my wife since I've been 17 years old and I'm what am I now 56 years old so you know it's been a I've been a one-trick pony in that regard so I didn't have that sort of hearkening back to wild days of sexual escapades and all that stuff so yeah, I think Gio also brought up a good point about like people that say, "Oh, I'd love to be twenty five again." Man, like where we are now, we have careers that mm-hmm. we've been in for a long time. So, like, yes. even if things stopped today, yes, we, you know, financially, you've you're not broke, 
No. And you're not going to be broke. Correct. I, I mean, like, it would not be ideal, but I would be okay. Right. If, you know, I never earned another penny, it wouldn't be great, but it wouldn't be a disaster. But even if you, like, if the radio industry completely imploded, it all disappeared, you would have to find something else to do. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't be like, I don't have to do this for 20 years. Or, Correct. Like, that seems so daunting to me now yeah. to think of a 25-year-old having, like, you've got work so many years. Yes. And and make sure that your career goes along in the proper way and mm-hmm. you'll save money for the future. And there's so many things to put into place that you're right. When you when you think of where you are in life now, that's when you go, okay, go, you know, I I do have some piece that I've done some of those things correctly. Mm-hmm. And and if I needed to go, you know, I could drive uh, I could drive for Uber Eats, I could drive for Amazon. You know, I I like driving, I don't mind it. So I could find if I needed to, I could find a job that I, w- I could make some money if I, if I needed to do that. But and again, like, you know, what's a great year and this and that. I I think now because I'm going to be retiring in whatever three, four, five years, whatever that number is, and I'm still healthy enough, knocking on wood, that I can enjoy my retirement. Right. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. So for me, it's not like looking back was the best time. For me, the upcoming years are going to be the best time. I think of that as well. And and so I, I and again, yes, physically, you know, sexually whatever it's all diminished because we're older correct that's just life so as long as i don't croak before i retire which is always on the table yes that sucks yeah it does but you know i'm kind of looking forward to the retirement years and unlike jerry i am not terrified of it and i'm not gonna unless i have to go get a job for money but i'm i'm not gonna be bored i'll be fine having air quotes, nothing to do, because I will find stuff to do and I will entertain myself. I'm not worried about, you know, being, uh, having nothing to do because I will have stuff to do. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. I feel like I, I segment my day. Like when mm-hmm. I have days off or weekends or on vacation where I don't really go anywhere, I segment my mornings. I do this middays. I do this. Right. You know? I do like to have a plan. Yeah. Of, of like, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do this, have the coffee, have the breakfast, walk the dog, you know, uh, and then go to the farmer's market or whatever the case may be. I have to run to Home Depot. I have to go to the shopping. and But that's all fine. Like, I'm okay with that. And you break it up. And then you're like, oh, you come home. Eh, it's, uh, yeah, it's three o'clock. I can start drinking wine now. What the hell? <laughs> and uh, yeah. So I'm not, I'm don't, I do not dread retirement at all. Did your dad, was your dad retired long? Before he passed away? Uh, he retired at 75. What? Yes. He worked a Full lot. time he was working? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Till 75. Till 75. And he passed at what age? Uh, he passed in 2021 before his, that would have been right before his 87th birthday. Oh, okay. So he had a, a oh, good solid yes, number of sure. years. Yeah, yeah. And he he was a, uh, a rec softball umpire for... Since like 1972, and he did that up until he was like 82. So he's still because he enjoyed that. Yeah, you know it was like you know not much money, you know whatever. I mean it increased over the years on whatever sixty dollars a game, whatever it was, cash. 
Um, but uh, yeah, he kept doing that, and he was uh, until his body really broke down. Yeah, he was he was fine, and he had you know those those extra years. Although he did like which I which I don't want to do. This is something I I don't want to happen. Like you know Jerry's afraid of, and I don't think it will because I'm not we're different me and my dad. But like he got into the habit of just like basically watching TV all day. Yeah, he can't do that. Which I am not doing. Yeah, my dad got into that too. Yes, yeah. And I don't know if it's the generation, this or that. And, and then once he discovered like, you know, Facebook, you know, which I'm not on, but like he got on, you know, ah, do you see what your cousin's doing? I'm like, I don't care, dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. So he got into checking his oh, Facebook. Uh-huh. Yeah, he would like, he, like obsessively. Yeah. Like, you know, you have, you research Bruce Springsteen's genes. Or yes. Whatever. Like he would be obsessed with following all the relatives. And yeah. Just remarking on what they've done or what they posted. I'm like, who cares? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like the idea of like, um, doing something part-time mm-hmm. even like like your father was being an umpire mm-hmm. and it's nice they gave him some cash but he was also enjoyed doing it it was something to break up the day yes. and then or still stay involved with talking to people and and after when he did retire then he started volunteering at the uh you know re- uh, rehab center or i don't think it was a nurse i think there were parts that were a nursing home like where your dad is yeah and so he did that and would wheel people around. And he was older, 75, between 75. Right, you got an 82-year-old fellow wheeling yeah, you around. you know, and ultimately he went and he was then <laughs> recovering from various things in that same place where he had volunteered. But great move by him because yeah. then and everyone so, knows him, yeah, right? the staff ah, really liked him. And he's getting better treatment. Yeah, here is Big Ed. Oh, yeah, okay. So He helped us. We're going to help him now. Yeah, so... I mean, it, I don't think he was planning that. Yeah. He was just trying to do something, you know, worthwhile and productive and nice in his retirement. That wasn't part of his big scheme was let me get <laughs> no. in here, no, work here, help no. people here. Like, then uh, when I come in here, I'll be treated better. And as nice as any of those places can be, yeah, uh, no one wants to be there. No. No. You know, that's not in your plan. No. That's not and in your game you plan. Know, you've you know, we visited and all. It's like, yeah. it's depressing. Yeah, very depressing. Yeah. No matter how beautiful it is, it's depressing. Right. Yeah, it's a tough place to uh, hang out. Yeah, and almost, it's like, uh, in all the, the niceties, it's almost like it's more for the visitors than the residents because, right. no, they can certainly enjoy it, but still, you know, they're there every day and they, they are what they are, but it's almost like the, you know, if you make it nicer, maybe people will visit more and be right. less depressed visiting. Yes. But no, no, yeah, it's definitely important for what the place looks like inside yes. for but visitors. In, you know, to have a nice little outside patio with flowers and the whole thing. But ultimately, it's still very sad. Yes. I know. It sucks. Like It does. You come into the world like that, and mm-hmm. you go out of it like that yeah. for some people. Yeah, yeah. You can't walk when you right. when you're first born. You can't walk when you're on your way out. Right, and you have to have people like uh, changing your diapers oh, or the your bedpans. Yes, and helping you take a shower. Oh, yeah, come God on, mighty. Yeah, that's why I, if I go when I go, I just hope it's quick. Yes, and not lingering. Just get me out. I know, like nobody wants that. Like you, you can't talk to anybody, whether they're twenty, thirty, four, that would say, "Hey, do you want to be?" Uh, in a nursing home, hanging on for the last couple of years, no one's no. going to go. Yeah, sign me up for that. No, and yet we do that to 
people because what are you supposed to well, what's your other not, option well yeah well that's illegal and it's considered murder right you know to, a mercy killing mercy kill yeah if you will you don't want that you, know, you don't euthanize people now you can make the argument we euthanize dogs and animals and all that but people are different yes so we think so you can't do that right and i'm sure when you get to that point maybe you're still hoping that you know you can get out of there and so you're kind of hanging on to a almost in in every circumstance a false hope but you know if you're staring at the the abyss you know maybe that's better is that what Dr. Kevorkian was doing? Uh-huh. He was helping terminally ill patients mm-hmm. assisted suicide so yeah. they didn't have to mm-hmm. be in yeah. these homes for years right. and years and years. Mm-hmm. And it's also a financial drain on your family. Yeah. You know, and or yourself if you, if you don't have, you know, but you know, you're going to run through that pretty damn quick. That's right. That's why I'm like I don't want to waste my 401k uh, sitting in a nursing home. Right. Myself. Right. So just blow it all and then just lean on the state. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to blow it all from what I, if I retire at 60. Right. Between 60 s- to 70, I'm going to go yeah. through my money. Yeah. And then I'll be like, I got no cash yeah. now. Now what do I do? Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess you have to put me up. <laughs> now it'll be a crappy place, but. Or now I had heard that if that when you pass away, you're like, let's say you have credit card debt. Mm-hmm. That. That no one's responsible for that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it would pass to your heirs. I'm not a hundred percent sure of that. So, like, what's stopping me from? I retire at sixty, right? Yeah. From sixty to seventy, I burn through my retirement savings. Yeah. Then at seventy, I just start charging everything. Yeah. Now, yeah, and I don't know if you do have anything like left. Yeah. When, like, you know, if you're going to leave anything to a property or whatever, I don't know if the credit card companies can. Like come in and say we get our cut before. Like the Chase Bank would be like that thirty-year-old Subaru. Really, that's we own that now. Right. No, but like your condo. Right. Something, but like I, I don't know the legalities. You'd have to talk to a lawyer or. or a, By that point, I'll be dead. Yeah, you don't care. I was gonna roll roll up those credit cards. I yeah. buy myself a Porsche. There you go. On credit. Right. Why not? Right. Have somebody wheel you into the Porsche. Oh, it'd be so great. Yeah. Hmm. But I'm not, I, I'm not a I'm not a car person. Like, yeah, I, me I, neither. You know. Yeah, I've never. You know what I I think I'm not into cars is so much of what happens to it is out of your control. Mm-hmm. Some douchebag uh, scratches your car when you're parked near them. Mm-hmm. Somebody hits you on the highway. Like it's so out of your control that I would like your house is listen. There are parts of a big storm comes through that's out of yes, your control. Right. But for the most part. It's not every day your house is in danger of getting beat up. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not into, you know, for me, a car is a utility. Yeah. It doesn't like, you know, I can appreciate a nice car, but I have no desire to own a fancy car or a sports car or anything like that. It just never appealed to me. Fancy clothes don't appeal to me. Fancy liquors and country clubs and golfing and all those expensive man habits yeah i I just don't they've they don't really do anything for me i'm not a collector of anything you know i jeans and t-shirt i just you know i don't i'd rather spend my money on going on vacations right i heard you do have a fancy kitchen though uh yes that was told to me by um drywall mike drywall mike yes it is a very uh, nice kitchen he did an 
outstanding job. So that you're like, I'll put some money into this kitchen. Yeah, but that's different. That's like, Absolutely. you know. That's an all, investment too, if you were ever to sell. A, and it was my wife. And, I, and it's like, I, I'm i in that kitchen waking hours. I'm probably in that kitchen 90% of my waking hours is in that area. And a uh, very little chance that someone will crash into your kitchen, unlike very if you had a nice chance. sports car. Correct. Right. And if they crash into the front of the house, the kitchen's in the back. Kitchen's still so, fine. Now, did uh, it did... Is Gina getting her kitchen done? Not yet. They're uh, they're making plans, and she's. It'll, it'll be after the summer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when he started ours was a year ago, like you know, week after Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, last year. Yeah. Drywall Mike, that's our guy. Eddie. And the 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 dog watering stations. Oh, my favorite. Thing. That is really cool. It is. You put a cool dog watering station in your kitchen. In my kitchen for your dogs to always have fresh water. And also when very the, nice uh, <laughs> when. He also in our pantry that he built, we, we, I used to have the dog food bins on the floor and bending down again, getting older. But now he we have them on a higher shelf, so I don't have to bend down. He then he he drywall Mike, he he built this little slide out tray, so I got the the food bowls right under the dog f- food, and it just it's so much easier now. It's very convenient. Oh, it is. That's what you spend your money on. That's. Damn right. Your kitchen. Your kitchen. Kitchens mm-hmm. and bathrooms. Yeah. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up show. I did that with CeeLo you today. Mm-hmm. We will be back tomorrow on a Wednesday. CeeLo! What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets, for the first time in 15 years, are champions of the National League. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. Uh, Jerry Recco is on vacation in uh, lovely... Sweltering Texas. He's in Texas, so I've got CeeLo with me today. Good morning, CeeLo. Oh, good morning, Al. How are you? Uh, good. Good to be How back. How is your our, uh, right armpit doing this My morning? right armpit? Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. So you're in better shape than uh, Domingo Herman was, at least at some point yesterday. I certainly am in much better shape. Um, Maybe he's using, uh, you know, sometimes if you use deodorants with uh, aluminum in them, which most deodorants have, Mm -hmm. uh, you get a big lump under your armpit. That's not what you want. I mean, 
we've seen all sorts of baseball injuries over the years. Dumb ones. A dude fell out of bed. A guy was walking his dog sure. and uh, strained his wrist. Whatever sliced the heck it is. And sliced his uh, finger open at home yeah. in the kitchen, putting something together for the kid. You know, Bobby yeah. Ojeda was using a weed whacker or something. <laughs> like I don't know what goes on, but I've never heard a pitcher not start a game because his armpit his armpit inflammation. Yeah, armpit is you know the word Ac- moist no. bothers people. Yeah. The word armpit bothers. Yeah. I guess that's two words technically. I just it's. I think armpit's me. one word. Is it? Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Uh, aggravated muscle under his armpit. Mm. But under the armpit. I mean, is there such thing as over the armpit? That would be the shoulder. No. The, uh, the yeah. armpit is an under. It's an undergarment. Under region. An undergarment. Oh. Okay. But then. It got unaggravated yeah, I, a couple innings later. The best was... Because he came in for Johnny Brito. Correct, yes. So Johnny Brito gets the spot start. I think he just gave up another home run, by the way, in case uh, you're tracking at yeah. home. Uh, as soon as Herman starts warming up in the bullpen, it's Michael Kay and uh, Jeff Nelson on the Yes broadcast last night, and they start talking about it. And then they put up the graphic of, like, the timeline of, you know, scratched earlier today, you know, armpit discomfort, blah, blah, blah. And then at the bottom, you just, yeah, yeah, underneath it says... Yesterday, could not play catch. <laughs> so, like, he went from not being able to complete his throwing program on Sunday in Baltimore to being scratched, but then felt better. Apparently, they trotted him out. He took a couple practice pitches in around 6 o'clock. But at that point, it was too late. They already made they announced Brito the starter. Something about he still hadn't seen the doctor at 5. Like, what are we doing here? And then... But but why even pitch him at all, right? Is that a question coming up from Yankee fans? Like you're you down? What was the score when he came in? I five, know it was, it was he threw five scoreless, so it was five one. So it was five one when he or comes maybe in. Five nothing. You're probably what, down. Yeah, probably down. What inning? Bowers hit the home run uh, as compared to when Herman came. In. Right. Right. So right, 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 right. why even pitch him? You're that's a game you're losing anyway. Because I would say he was supposed to pitch, and if he feels good enough. He eats up the rest of the game. You don't have to use anyone else out of your bullpen. That would be the answer. Would it have been wrong if I, after the game, I was in the locker room and I said to Domingo Harmon. It was 5-1, by the way. Go ahead. May we see your armpit? Yes. Can we examine you? Could you just lift up there? We'd like to take a look under in the armpit area. Yeah, like where was it swollen? Right. It was swollen, huh? Well, it said aggravated muscle. It doesn't necessarily mean swollen, though. Maybe it could just be like a like a strain situation, you know. Maybe he's a guy that quite get loose that shaves his armpit and got an ingrown hair. That's you know what? When I first saw armpit, that's immediately what I went to. You want an ingrown hair? Yeah. Although Domingo Herman doesn't seem like the type of guy that's shaving his armpits. You know what I mean? That's like a non-baseball player type of guy. I don't think baseball players shave their armpits. I bet there's a few out there. You're getting nude. Or at least trim them up if it gets a little, a little out of control, you're especially getting, since they do so much sweating. You're you know? being nude in the locker. You want to be real manly with all of your your hairs intact, chest hairs. Yeah, but how often? Chest hair is different, though, because that's hairs. always on display if you don't have a shirt on. That's true. You could walk around with your shirt on, and no one could have any idea what's going on underneath your armpits. You know what I mean? That's true, yeah. I trim up my armpits, but not with a real razor. Like, I use a clipper just yeah, to yeah. clip. Clip, right. Clip, clip, clip. Keep everything nice and tight. Yeah. Otherwise, it looks I've, I've done that. Yeah. When it starts to kind of shoot out the side, almost yeah. like, you know, people with long hair when they wear the hat and it comes coming out the sides. These these pictures that have the mullets and stuff or the flow in the back. You get the flow sometimes with the armpit. It's a bad scene. Yeah. You got to trim. Plus, it gets harder if you're using a roll-on sort of or stick deodorant to rub that on hair is weird. 
a roll-on as opposed to what, the spray? Yeah, spray. See, I've never been a spray guy. I've always oh, been yeah. a roll-on guy, but I don't like the the chalky white. I'm a gel guy. I'm a, a gel. Gillette, a, a gel guy, yeah. Yeah. Works quite nicely for me. I've never suffered from armpit discomfort or aggravated muscles or any of that. I used to like that uh, degree deodorant spray. It was uh-huh. like a powdery type of spray. It wasn't wet like Right Guard. Powdery spray. Yeah, there was How does like that a, work? I don't know. It was like some sort of powder spray. Mm. Is this another paste situation? Yesterday we had no. uh, taint paste. No, it was not a, a <laughs> paste situation. Now, I when I think of Right Guard in the gold can, uh-huh. that is middle school and high school to me gym class all of our gold gyms can i see i don't know that i know that let me yeah, take a look the here. right guard classic right gold guard, can gold can see when i think of right guard i think of rick vaughn in major league two yeah this right our, guard sports stick our, our upside down sorry our seventh and eighth grade locker rooms used to just smell like right guard mm. you just go you said gold it looks like maybe more of a bronze can bronze can bron- yeah. i think Eddie's a uh a um a spray right guy? guard a uh, spray right guard guy I think I recall sharing. I recall right sharing now. a room There's with a him. Big discussion going on on the other side. Yeah, here. McMonagle, Fliegelman, yeah, that's all right. Scuzzeri. Maybe we can pull all of them. Find out what kind of deodorants all the gentlemen Eddie, here are using. You're a right guard can guy still. Correct. Old school. Old yeah. School. Right in. That's a wet spray. That'll irritate <laughs> an arm. As opposed to a dry spray. Yeah, I'm telling you, the the degree deodorant was a dry spray. I a can't powder explain. Came it. out as a powder. Yeah. Hit the air and turned into a powder right under the arms there. But now, since I have nothing to do all day and I don't have children to look <laughs> after, I like research all sorts of stupid things. Clearly. Yeah. Now I'm into deodorants that don't have aluminum, aluminum or other bad products in them. Does the Gillette gel stick have no, aluminum gel- in it? Listen, a if, gel's got aluminum in it. Yeah. Here's what you Come need on. to know about. If a product is made by a huge company, yeah, it's got aluminum. It's got problems. <laughs> got it. But the other thing is, now I, you, I go get a stick of deodorant. It's like twelve dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> they, let's buy natural stuff, Woo! and it's a, yeah, it's a million bucks. Come I on, won, man. I one time many years ago read something about uh, uh, deodorants, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do uh, baby powder only under my armpits. <laughs> That did not go well. Bad decision. That went back. So, like, I love how we went from uh, muscle discomfort to we've just assumed this is a deodorant situation. We're having a full-on deodorant conversation. I blame, so what are you using these days, then? I blame big deodorant. The all-natural? I the use something Tom's? called... No. My wife uses the Tom's. Here's the problem. she has very sensitive scalp. Let me tell what you about got? Tom's. Aluminum? Well, here's the problem with Tom's. Tom's... They do toothpaste. They do... Yeah, she uses the toothpaste as well. They started off as a, hey, look at us. We're different than Mm -hmm. the others. Then I think Procter & Gamble bought them. Ah, Fugazi. Totally Fugazi. Fugazi. Yep. All right. So uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Herman. Oh, deodorant still. You've got more deodorant content? (laughs) I don't. I am fresh out of deodorant content. But uh, Yeah, so he, you know, had an issue, had an issue, then he didn't have an issue. And pitched well. Pitched very well. I see him right now squatting on the mound. Looked like he was about to. Is baseball allowed to give you a cortisone shot and throw you out there like they do in football? Like you mean, there is there a certain amount of time they have to sit out? Yeah, like like for example, could we have just shot Domingo Herman's arm? I don't think up? cortisone's the right because oh. usually that then, then there's a, a couple of days of soreness. I think where where that before that. I thought like in the NFL, if somebody hurts, talking about like a Toradol. Shot I don't know. Or some of those that's a painkiller. I want the one like where like in the NFL. Yeah. 
They go in at half guys shoot them up. Yeah, right. they're just like, shoot up my ankle, Nick man. Nick Tordahl is that. Maybe there's another boomer would be able to answer that better. Well, he ain't he's here. The, he ain't here. That's right. He ain't here until next uh, Monday. Boomer right? Sison is not going to come walking no. through that door to answer your questions about Tordahl yeah. or I armpits. Think, uh, I don't think the cortisone is the quick fix. Oh. I think that's the put it in there. It takes a couple of days. Usually they, usually when they hit you up with that, they, well, we'll see how he responds to the cortisone. Give it a few days situation. No, it's also surprising uh, Domingo Herman is really out there surprising. Uh, with the number zero. Yeah, on well, that's jersey. been the case all year, so that's yeah, nothing new. Nothing new, but I thought Yankees were above gimmicks like that. That's a gimmick wearing a zero or double zero. Total gimmick move. Well, I mean, listen, we've once once we've transitioned to where they've got the the patch on the sleeve now. I mean, everything's just right out the window. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, who cares at this point? I mean, what? The only thing left really is the name on the back, which hopefully never changes. But you never know. And then also the the facial hair, the, the anything other than the mustache. Yeah, I'm still not sure how that's legal in this day and age. Well, maybe in short order it won't be. Yeah, I think we got to change that. Who are you going to get to work? Who are you going to uh, put on the case for that? I'll sue the Yankees or something. Sue I don't know. the Yankees. Okay. Get somebody to – well, no, here's what I really need. A huge free agent like Shohei Otani, uh-huh. who, who the let's say the Yankees really want him. Can he even grow facial hair? Well, let's say he did. Let's okay. say he had a full-on beard. Right. And he went, I ain't coming if I shave in this beard. They'd go, oh, you don't have to shave it. We need you. Right. Would we they you, Would Otani? they draw that line? They would. Thing? You know what? They would. Never mind. We're not interested. No, they'd say. They'd cave for Otani. If he they would said, cave. I only will come to New York upon this contingency yes. that I'm allowed to do whatever I want with my facial and, hair. And, then, and, then, and my regular hair as well. Yeah. They'd come out with a uh, press conference. They'd go. These are really outdated things yes. we've been doing, and we're embracing people. And if Gotta people adjust with the times, want to have long hair, if a Yankee player wants to wear makeup and eyeliner, it's all good <laughs> all right. with us. Okay. We want Otani here. He's going to wear a large beard and really long hair. We do see guys sometimes push it a little, like with the five o'clock shadow or yeah. the, you know, the. Uh, the stubble, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I wonder what the what they really can get away with. Like right now, you, I would say you would be good for I'm the good. Yankees. I'm not. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I would th- feel the same way. Yeah, and I don't have like it's not a full, long, thick, luscious beard, but it's enough growth. It's enough that somebody from upstairs probably would come down and be like, "Yeah, you got to clean that up." You think there's somebody roaming around the locker room in charge of that? There might be someone that could be a full time job over there. In the Bronx. Like a quick tap on the shoulder, go yeah. clean it up, buddy. Right. The big men upstairs want you to clean that up. The facial hair coordinator. Yeah. Oh, what or, a job uh, that would be. Well, right. In, in football, you got the quality control. Yeah. So facial hair quality control. I would love to be quality control for beards. Is that right? Joe there B's is. in the house Joe today. B's in the house. Is Joe B in the house? Come on. Nee, 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 Here we nee, go. Nee, the hugs, nee. that love and happiness, bro. All of it. Gio and Joe B today and tomorrow. That's right. A lot of them. jet talk here. A lot of jet. Good. We need it. By the way, your Yankees, I saw, struck out. They suck. 30 times. In two games. In two games. Correct. 18 and 12. <laughs> Franchise record for two games. Franchise record, yeah. <laughs> that, and then I saw an entire article written in the New York Post concerning that the Yankees aren't doing enough to make teams throws strikes to Aaron Judge. He's walking too much, and that's not good for the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, they're not doing it. They haven't been doing enough 
other than Judge all season, pretty oh. much. So this isn't surprising. And then I did it's see... not really surprising. Mm-hmm. What was really, really surprising. surprising is that the Orioles bothered pitching to him at all on Saturday. No, it was funny seeing that Aaron Boone after the game. He's like, hey, listen, if we get Aaron Judge on base four times a game, we're good. No, no you're, you're not. Not. <laughs> <laughs> not when he's just going trotting down to first base and then limping his way to third as Rizzo booms a double off the wall. It goes right back to the right fielder. I thought that was going to be a nice, cheap home run. Yeah. Well, that wall is like about three feet high. Yeah, a little higher than that. But but I'm just saying, it looked yeah, like I understand. that would have been a nice, cheap up. I right. mean, hit hard, but would he was so excited to get a hit. Well, he hasn't had, he hasn't had many of them. Right, that's for what I mean. Two like, plus months. Like he looked other like, than that one game. He looked like a little kid in Little League who got a hit. Like who's not used to even making contact. Yeah, I'm. That's really where they're at right now. Oh. I said it. Yes. I mean, by many metrics, he's been legitimately one of the worst players in baseball for over two months now. Hmm. And from that like line of demarcation prior to that, yeah, you could make the case he was like other than Judge the team MVP. Right. Like he was carrying them early on. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It really does. Like, that really blows my mind. When when uh, major league or professional athletes are inconsistent from one year I, to the next, like, what happened? Yeah, I mean, that I even get a little This is, though, within the season, and this is a guy, an established big leaguer with a track record, all of those things. has been was really good for them. The year he came over at the trade deadline, I thought he was solid last year. Like, there's a lot to like about him, and he's just turned into a horrendous player. Did he right have a kid in the offseason? Maybe he's uh, dealing with a baby But at again, home. it wasn't this, – it, this doesn't – you're going to look at the season numbers, which are, are going in the wrong direction. But, like, for the first two months of the year, he was doing exactly what he did last year. He was a productive player. He was hitting a bunch of home runs. He was driving in runs, playing a good first base. I mean – he had that collision at first base, and they claim he's fine. Like he obviously he never went on the IL, but for it seems it seems uh, suspicious that him basically falling off the face of the earth from an offensive standpoint kind of coincides with that. But and that's the other thing. Like you never know what to believe anymore. They tell, oh, he's good, he's fine, he's healthier than he's been at any point since we've had him. Like, the, Jose Trevino all of a sudden gone for the year and apparently had an injury he'd been dealing with since spring training. We didn't know about that. And I get it. It's not their job to let us know every little thing that's going on inside the clubhouse and what guys are dealing with from a health standpoint. But, like, the Yankees have been very been very shady about injuries for, for a few right? years now. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. By the way, Joe B looks very thin. Like a very thin I fella. Mean, but he's been thin as long as I've known him here at the fan. Yeah. No? You I disagree? I, I He seems thinner, thinner than I've seen. Thinner since yeah. you last saw him? Yes, correct. Well, he's got more time to, to play golf, but he doesn't. I don't think he walks. I think he takes the cart, golf cart. I mean, you have to walk to some extent. but I think he's a particular eater. I think, But heard. I think he was that when he was here as yes. well. Like, I very rarely would see him eat anything. When he was in the <laughs> in the building, we do have some very thin. Like Steve Summers was very thin. Yeah, is very thin. Is very he was thin, in here correct. recently. I've seen oh, some pictures of him. Yeah, also looked thin. Yeah, hmm. but we, back but back in the day, Summers was heavy. yeah right exactly really? yes. You come on, you don't know about this? No, no, no. Ah. I don't know about uh, ch- uh, chubby uh, Steve Summers. What about just like regular Steve Summers? I assume you've seen the YouTube clips of him. I have TV yeah. work. Okay. Oh yes. Yeah. When in San Francisco, right? I have seen that. Yeah. 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 Right, right, yes, the, heavier the weird than owl we hair see. going. Yes. In. Right. Yes. But no, is. I think it, it, he definitely 
ballooned above that, correct, Eddie? Y- yes. Ballooned. Like we're talking like mid to late nineties. Uh, it was after his um mom passed that uh-huh. he lost a lot of weight and get, went to the weight he is now. Okay. And that was like mid nineties. Mid nineties. Okay. Because I do remember on the Rangers Stanley Cup video from MSG, they had a clip of him hosting in Astoria. And I wouldn't say, you know, it wasn't like obese or anything, but significantly thicker than I came to know him from working here. And that obviously was in 93, 94. So he's been keeping it off ever since. For quite some time, yeah. And there's a clip we used to have. I've looked for it. I can't find it. It's him reading a letter from somebody. uh, And it's him saying, you stink, fat boy. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've heard that. I don't know where to find it. I've heard it, but I, I can't find it. Yeah. And if you can't find it, no one can find it. No, you all have your hidden places where you hide Sal classic came in yesterday. audio. He's like, oh, I want to find something that uh, I, I recorded last year and we played on the air. He's like, where, where is it saved? I was like, hell if I know. He goes, but yeah, we should just be able to search and find it, right? I'm like, no, it's a little more complicated than that. Very complicated, our <laughs> system here. By the way, uh, Eddie Jr. on uh, Twitter says that he uses women's dove powder. Oh, and has been using it since he's been in the Marines in the desert. No sweaty pits. But your body's just women's powder, not the dove. Dove. Okay. Dove but is a brand. I know. Dove. No, dove, yes. I'm oh. familiar with dove. dove. Is not dove. dove. Kramer. <laughs> you know what's dove funny? Dove works here. When he first brought it up, I think he said it correctly, right? When he first read it, I think he dove. said dove, and then dove. you went to dove. Dove, yeah. Dove, yeah. Like the dove. bird, Al? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually the logo has the bird. But anyway, so it's powder, not deodorant. Because you I were talking about a, a spray powder no, I, earlier. I think it's a it's a powder deodorant. It is a powder yeah. deodorant. Okay. Um, but the problem is you're supposed to sweat. Blocking the sweat with your aluminum deodorant Jam. isn't good. It's all jammed up in your armpits. What do you think? An old jamming up Diego? Nope, not that at all. I did a poor job with the brakes yesterday, oh, okay. and now Eddie's letting me all know right. that you are now late for the break. Quick break here. <laughs> When we come back, I got a little Mets news. I got some uh, NFL news. And I have the death of a childhood uh, star. Oh. Uh, And then Boomer, nope. (laughs) I did that yesterday. (laughs) Gio and Joe Beningo will be here at 6 o'clock. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with CeeLo today. This is Pee Wee Herman's theme song, isn't it? Didn't Pee Wee Herman used to use this? Uh, I think you're right about that. Tequila. I only think of tequila. Tequila. I think of one thing when I hear this song, and it's the great scene from The Sandlot when they go to the uh, the fair, the carnival, and they get on the, the ride that goes round and round, and they put in the, t- the chewing tobacco, and they all throw up all over the place, <laughs> sick to their stomachs. Takia. Undershirts are stained with vomit. Takia. Yeah. I think Pee Wee Herman used to use this. I think you're right. He passed away. He was 70. Takia. Takia. I couldn't believe that when I saw he was 70. Thought he was 70? When did that happen? I never got into Pee Wee Herman. I mean, I didn't really uh, get the TV show. People seem to really enjoy it. I didn't really get it. I didn't get Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I don't I like I any. I watched it as a kid. I don't like bit. any adult who's doing kid stuff. That's weird. <laughs> so, Mr. Rogers? Uh, he, I, I liked Mr. Oh, Rogers. Okay. He was genuine. Did you see that movie, by the way, with Hanks? 
I don't know. I saw. I some... haven't yet. I keep meaning to, and I haven't done it. Yeah, I can't remember. I no, saw. I he's he was Mr. Rogers. Yeah. No, Wasn't I didn't he? see that. Thought he was. No. I'm pretty sure he was. Okay. I don't. I saw the documentary. That's on... what you're thinking of. Yeah, I didn't on see Mr. that. Either. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Yeah, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful day in the neighborhood. Mr. Tom Rogers. Hanks. But Captain, uh, yeah, Pee Wee Herman. Ganguru. A lot of people very uh, happy, or not very happy, very um, um, sad. It's quite the opposite of happy yes. that, that uh, Pee Wee Herman passed away. I don't really see in any of the articles, no one really mentioned that whole situation that happened in Sarasota, Florida, where Pee Wee Herman uh, was... Uh, you know, fiddling around with himself in a movie theater. Yes, but he's not, uh, not that this is a defense, but yeah. there have been other prominent, you know, like actors, yeah. fairly prominent actors or people that have. Fred Willard. That's exactly who I was thinking of. Love Fred Willard. Yeah, you could get away Some with great, that, I guess. Well, I mean, listen, I don't think you get away with it. It's a bit of a stain on the reputation, I'd imagine, but it's, there yeah. are far, far worse you even call it a crime? Really. Yes, that's is a crime. Is it a crime? Yes. A misdemeanor? No, I don't it's know. Actual, it's not a, is it a felony? It's a, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a federal it, crime. I don't know what uh, it is, but if you're fiddling with yourself in a movie theater. Yeah, it's not a great look. It's a terrible look. It's not legal. But well, I know it's not legal, I also am like, no, it's not like Neither was, is speeding, but that's not a. But that's a traffic violation. I understand. That's, not that's what I mean. But is this. Speeding is not illegal. It's a traffic violation. Is there really a difference? Yes. You don't get arrested for speeding unless you go super fast. Then it becomes a yeah. But is everything crime. that's considered illegal something you get arrested for? You could. So you could be cited for it. I don't know. Right? Give I'm not sure. Yeah. All I know is this: I thought about it yesterday after Mr. Pee Wee Herman passed away. Paul Rubens was his name. Yes. I was like, hmm. He did do that thing in the movie theater in Sarasota. And I was like, mm, but it was a porno theater. It wasn't like it was an AMC. And that was, wasn't it the same for Fred Willard? Uh, Fred Willard as well, yeah. Huh. These guys, I guess, didn't have VCRs back in the day. Dude, I can't believe how many things Paul Rubens was in. Like, I'm on his ID, IMDB, yeah. IMDB page here. Mm-hmm. It is an extensive list. And I got to tell you this, uh, watching the Yankees-Rays oh, game okay. is... No, no, it's... it's, oh, okay. it's it, okay. I'm tying them together. As I'm watching Yankees-Rays, which is on uh, replay here on the television... Yeah. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, if you dyed his hair black, he's Pee Wee Herman. Uh, Absolutely. I could see that. Yeah, he is... Pee- I know what you're getting at He's there. got Pee Wee Herman hair, nose, Like eyes. fake hair? Yeah. Looks like it's painted on. He is Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Poor Anthony Rizzo. He's got the big bags under his eyes now. It's been a rough couple of months for him. By the way, Mr. Pee Wee Herman had cancer. I didn't read what kind of cancer it was. And had, and I shouldn't speak out of turn. He'd been battling it for a while, yeah? Or no? I believe so. All right. By the way, if I die like Pee Wee Herman, I only got like 17 more years left on this earth. Is that right? Yeah. You're 50. What am I doing? What, yeah. I don't know. What are you doing? Not a, sounds like nothing. a whole lot of nothing. That's on you. That's your error. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm Pee Wee Herman, I only got 17 more years okay. on the Okay. Well, get, well, get six, popping now. 16 years and about two months. <laughs> yes. <laughs> less. Oh, man. I've got to live. Eddie, who hates birthdays, he also should be the guy who's out there and come out of the womb. This is as good as it gets. Yeah. Get all downhill yeah. from here. Oh, yep. <laughs> that is the... Absolute truth. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. A newborn? Well, but as soon as you're born, you start dying. That is true. Unless you're Benjamin Button. But yeah. yeah he didn't get... He 
He aged backwards, right, or something? Yeah, 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 correct. So rest in peace, funny man, Paul Rubens. Yeah. Mr. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, I don't know. You you made it awkward when you brought up the, the movie theater. Well, I just I want to keep it real. I understand. Did Mike Francesa do a uh, eulogy I don't, like he does on Twitter? I don't think so. I'll have to check that Somebody one Somebody who passed away recently, and I was waiting for him to eulogize that person. Yeah. I don't think he ever did. Because I think uh, if Mike oh. Francesa eulogized him on uh, Twitter, he would mention the movie theater. I forget now. Because you got to think, there were other people in the movie theater. It's rude. You know what I mean? It's just rude. But, it, but is it if it was a yes. porno theater? It, yes, it's Ow. rude. What else, why else are you going to a porn theater in Masturbation! <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Eddie. NGO. <laughs> like, honestly, isn't that isn't that what it's there for? I think it's there to visually please you, and then you go into the privacy of your own home. Okay, but, like, let's be honest. If you're someone that was sitting in that theater with him, mm-hmm. It's a bit much if you're going to, like, you know, complain and bitch and moan and, you know. I wouldn't even sit down in those theaters. Well, I would just stand right. up and uh, lean up against the you wall. You get what you ask for if you're going to that sort of establishment. Oh, Let's right? watch pornography together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, so you can blame the victims in the I'm air. not blaming them, but, like, let's not, you know, if you told me he went to, like, a, you know, a Pixar movie with a bunch of kids around or DreamWorks or something. Yeah. And watch, we're going to find out we have this wrong and that you're we're combining Fred Willard and that no, he no, actually no. did it in it. No, you People sure about make this. themselves feel better okay. by watching pornography. Then, yeah, I mean, no. I'm not, again, I'm not, like, defending or excusing it. But, like, like, if it. you're, if, no, no, no. But if you're, if you're the person that's in there, like, what would you expect to happen? Uh, people watch a movie and not physically engage with themselves. Come That's what now. I would hope. That kind of movie, please. You don't go up. You know, they, you don't go to the snack bar and order the you know bottomless popcorn in the in the porn theater. Okay, but listen, you don't get the big bag of Twizzlers, the peanut butter cups. You kids don't the know slurpy, the slushy. You're not doing that there in the porn theater. Okay, you kids don't know how good you have it. We used to have to go to theaters. <laughs> I've never been to a porno theater. I haven't either. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Of course. I've never looked at pornography on my actual telephone. That's true. I've as well. seen it on my iPad Who for calls sure. It a telephone? But I've Honestly. I've never even thought to use the phone for that. iPad's good enough. <laughs> People use their phones. They're actual phones. I know they do. I just love that you said telephone. Telephone. As if this is like 1987. Yeah, on my telephone. Oh, man. I'll do one more rest in peace. Okay. There's another one? There's another one. Very less famous. But longtime Kansas City Chiefs fan Jessica Tangen. Oh, God. Died at training camp. She was watching the Chiefs at training camp. KNBC News said Northwest Missouri, where the Chiefs train, has been dealing with record-breaking heat wave. Here's what I don't like about this story and in many it's of the tragic, yes. And many of the death, death stories I read. People want to be so private about what they died of. Tell us what happened. Who wants to be private about it though? Like families of Okay, of, well that's of different. Those, of the, the dead person's gone. It's not up to them. Like when I died No way they wrote that in their will. Listen, don't tell KM whatever the hell it is <laughs> in Kansas City what my cause of death was. No, but I'm saying like somebody like it's like Bronny James had a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, don't say what happened. Tell us. I know. Respect our private. I mean, I, I want to, when I die, you all have permission to discuss everything that happened. Sure, we will. Unless right. it's in a porno theater in yeah, Sarasota. Exactly. Please, my family mm-hmm. demands privacy. That's going to all be redacted, the documents. Yes, redact yeah. those documents. Mm-hmm. Quick break here, CeeLo. Then I've got a couple of NFL notes, including a buzz, no buzz. Okay. I Collapsed and died while watching a porno film. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
That happens too. That's not how Pee Wee Herman passed, though. So he passed cancer. We brought Boy, up that porno, and Eddie just he's just firing away here. If you live long enough, cancer's gonna get you. That's just the bottom line. <laughs> right? Okay, okay, I guess. I mean, we all know someone in our immediate family with Shh. ties to cancer. Sure. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it doesn't mean everybody. You just said you basically painted everyone with the brush. Yeah, like, just, you live long but enough. actually, if, when you get really old, the cancer most cancers grow very slowly, so they usually right? die from other organ failure. Okay. There you go. On well, that note. Dr. Scazzeri. On that note, <laughs> let's uh, take a break from the hilarity. <laughs> God. And, uh, Save us, Geo with Joe B at the there top. And then uh, some football notes went on the other side. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with CeeLo. Eddie Scazzeri's here as well. The Mets uh, made uh, got rid of another dude, Mark Canna. I was going to say, could you tell me who it was? Yeah, Mark Canna. Oh, yeah. People love him. Like, Mets fans love Mark Canna. Do I saw, they? Yeah, I saw a lot of love on the social medias that Mark Canna was leaving. Uh, I, I did. Must, I, I must saw. not be following the same people. Well, I did it. I went on that thing where it's like for you. They weren't people I was following, but it was like because I guess I follow like the seven line and things. Is I, that what that is? I thought yeah. the for you is just like it's not in uh, chronological order. No, for you is also th- people that uh, t- tweets you may like to see from other people. Is that right? Yeah. I don't think I oh, realized yeah. that. Oh, yeah. See, there's huh. a bunch of people on that uh, side that you aren't following. Okay. I saw a I lot mean, of he had pe- a couple nice moments along. I mean, listen, l- last year you liked almost everybody on the Mets. Not yep. you, you, but I love everyone. Mets fans. This year, it's a it's a very short list. He's going to the Brewers. Yes, which is pretty cool. And this is it. People are oh, Mets are picking up more money for Mark Canna, and they got back a middling prospect. But they're picking up the rest of his contract for this year. The Brewers are in charge of next year's option and the buyout, so it's not exactly a Max Scherzer situation. All right, and they actually got a pitcher. Oh, Lottie Triple A guy. Yeah, and, you know numbers don't pop out at you, but I read that potentially he could transition and become maybe a good bullpen arm is that right which they definitely could use so you know take a shot and i know i've been uh, following the yankees all season but to hear and i heard peter schwartz do it on his update peter schwartz because the yankees are still acting like we're in this i'm not sure that they are but okay go ahead and i heard peter schwartz go the last place yankees and i was like what is he talking about well, and the, I went, yeah, they're in but, last place. Correct. What the heck is going on Well, the division, here? I mean, it's not last place like, you know, the Pirates or the yeah. A's. Or the, it's, but they're or still the Nationals. last place. Correct. But they're also still, still only three out in the loss column for the final wild card spot. I mean, is that what we're doing? Final wild card spots? Unfortunately, that's what we are doing. But Unbelievable. Like, I don't know what's really left for, for them to get today before 6 o'clock that would actually help them significantly. Yeah. And you also had yesterday, they, they're also open to listening to potentially selling some of their guys that have expiring contracts. So who the heck knows? Who would that be? Uh, like Harrison Bader, probably some guys in the bullpen. Um, no one's going to want Domingo Hermann. He's got armpit soreness. Yeah, I don't think they, he still has control. I mean, oh. All these teams love control. So I'm sure I'm missing another key name. But All right. They've needed an upgrade in the corner outfield for a while, but that was the case in the offseason as well when they decided that Aaron Hicks was going to be sufficient. We saw how that worked out. Uh, he was not, and then uh, was dealt to Baltimore. Right. So you've got the likes of, you know, Willie Calhoun and Jake Bowers and Billy McKinney. But that's really not the biggest problem. The biggest problem is their high-paid guys, other than Aaron Judge, stink. LeMayu. Stinks. Rizzo. Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. 
Good advice, though, uh, CeeLo, to uh, get to some football notes because we're running out of time desperately here. Desperately? Yeah, wow. desperately. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I thought, had some really good advice yesterday that uh, he told his teammates. They were all huddled up and things, and he he told his teammates, find a conversation at lunchtime with somebody new. Yeah. I think this was the approach he took when he first came over to get to know some guys. So oh, is that right? passing it along. This was also from the Hard Knocks teaser. Yes. I don't know that it actually happened yesterday, but it oh, okay. came out yesterday. Hard Knocks teaser. Yeah, yeah. Don't always sit in the same little group and just enjoy the little moments. It goes by fast. And then you get to be really old and gray and savoring every little moment. Mm-hmm. He was huddling up with the quarterbacks. Yeah. So Zach Wilson and Chris Strevler and that Boyle fella that he was with in Green Bay that's now with the Jets. So he says, when you go have lunch, sit down with somebody Right. Sit down with a teammate that you don't know well enough. You don't want too many, you know, clicks in the lunchroom yeah. there in the cafeteria. Right. That's where the clicks like, happen. This is only for the defensive backs. This is only for the special teams guys. You know, you got to let everyone Yeah, but get I also think it's kind of good, like, that the wide receivers all lead together and then the. Maybe they do. I don't know that they do. I wonder if there's any real loners in the Jets locker room who will just, like, would, sit by you know, themselves. You hope not. Yeah. Unless someone you, prefers that. Do you think the kicker and punter sit with each other? Probably. I'd say probably pretty <laughs> good shot. And the long snapper, I would think so. Who the hell are you? Uh, I'm the punter. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. oh, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell by my strong, muscular legs? <laughs> Plus, in camp, you know, you usually have like a couple extra kickers. That's camp, true, right? Camp leg. Yeah, yeah. So, so they you got to hang out together yes, a little bit. Yeah. With the uh, special teams coach. Though the thing with the, the positional groups is they spend a lot of the day together because then they're meeting, you know, you have, you're practicing together, positional drills. You have your positional meetings because each position has its own coach. So they break off into those small groups. So maybe at lunch, they're like, let's mix it up a little bit. Yeah, mix it up. That goes for you listening when you get to work today. Don't sit in the lunchroom with your same friends. I don't, most people don't sit in the lunchroom, Al. Sit with uh, <laughs> someone new. Someone who needs a friend for the day. Someone yes. who looks right. like something's eating at them. I'll use. <laughs> go up to them. Lend them an ear. Uh, are you good at lending an ear? Not really. No. Let's do a little buzz. No buzz. Yeah. Always like that. Bucks training camp. Bucks season. Buzz. No buzz. Bucks training camp? Yeah, that's correct. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Bucks season. Bucks training camp, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, buzz, no buzz. As little buzz as is humanly possible. Well, let me tell you this, CeeLo. Bucks <laughs> linebacker Anthony Nelson. I don't even know who that is. Who cares? He's Anthony Nelson. I am not Nelson. <laughs> He's talking about not having Tom Brady in camp. Uh-huh. And he said, honestly, less buzz. Yeah. It was amazing playing with Tom, but that comes with a bunch of buzz. I think being under the radar is going to be good for us. So he likes no buzz. Tell you what's not going to be good for them. Yeah. Todd Bowles still being the head coach of that <laughs> team. And Baker Mayfield potentially being the starting quarterback. He will be the starter, right? Not necessarily. Ooh. They like this Kyle Trask that they drafted a couple years ago. Oh, is that ago. right? Yeah. All right, and, we'll and let's be honest. There. I mean, Baker, It's if he if he starts, it's, it's usually just a, a, a matter of time before he loses that job. And right. And go to the next guy. So, uh, you will see Kyle Trask at some point yeah, this right. year on the field. Yeah. Well, week six is when they're wearing those old orange uniforms. Creamsicles? Yeah. Will we see Kyle Trask by week six? Probably. Buzz, no buzz. I'll, I don't know if it's buzz, no buzz, That's but I buzz. would say probably a good shot. 
a lot of these throwbacks. Yeah. So the Eagles are going rolling out the Kelly Greens. Yeah, I like those. Those are pretty sharp. Obviously, nice. we have the Jet Legacy that we know about. So I think there were like 10 or 11 new ones this year, something mm-hmm. like that. I know the Lions have one. Did you dig, Did you guys talk uh, about the Colts? The Colts um, sort of, it's almost like a modern alternate that they they unveiled last week. They got week a black helmet. Is well, that the a lot one? Of, yeah, now that the NFL is allowing alternate helmets, it's brought brought about a lot of these different jersey combinations. Yeah. So a lot of teams are going, throwing it back, heritage, legacy. The Colts won with more of like a modernized future look that they kind of got panned for. I kind of liked them. I yeah, thought I kind of liked them People as well. People were like, yeah, it's a high school jersey. Who cares? If all these teams are going to be wearing different combos, I mean, whatever. It's fine. I want one one year in the NFL, everyone, they're just like, we're going to dial it back to 1983. And whatever your uniform was. Well, that's what was. most of these teams are doing. Yeah. Like the Titans are wearing an Oilers oh. throwback this year. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. Yeah. The Seahawks are wearing their old yes. 1980s uniforms. Yes. Those are sharp as yeah. well. I will admit a lot of the throwbacks look great. So why not just keep them? Just keep throwing it back. Yeah. So it's like we're just going to throw the whole season I back to 1983. I love when the Giants wear the you know 80s and 90s uh, look now, especially the white, the white on white. Oh, yeah. That is nice. With the Giants written on the helmet. Correct. Beautiful. I like that. It's the best look they have. Yeah, and I like the new thing the Jets are going with. Yep, but the the colored helmet is is off. It's not the throwback color. Correct. It's the new color scheme, but you've got the, I guess the older school old school logo. Right? The way it says Jets. The way it, yeah. Right the way yeah. it's yes, yes. Hmm. And I also see Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson had a, a nose procedure. I almost brought this up yesterday, but yeah. I felt like it was one of those things I was going to throw out there and it would have just been crickets. Like, with, who cares? With, with Gio and yourself or Gallo. I have that. It's like a deviated septum. Right. I have that in one of my nostrils. It's like all the way bent in. I think I just, the reason I decided not to go with it, because they were like, he could be back at practice tomorrow. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's not a huge deal then. But anytime you get anything done, it's a risk. Guy's risking his NFL career, get a deviated septum repaired. <laughs> what if he can't throw the same when he's got clear septum? Rookie quarterback needs those yeah. reps, too. But I guess I've heard that people that have gotten the deviated septum repaired, they say you can't believe what breathing feels like. Night and day. Yeah, to be breathing out of both full-on nostrils. I mean, makes sense. You're makes basically cutting your nose air capacity in half. Right. Tough times for the Colts, the Jonathan Taylor situation, and then Zach Moss, who's been taking the first team reps in his place, breaks his arm in practice yep. yesterday. He's, He's out, out four to six weeks. He's out. Let's do a quick sports minute here, CeeLo. Then uh, Gio and Joe Beninga will be here on the other side. John Marks, jet-related, too. How about that? John Marks. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Oh, just another under a minute or so before Gio and Joe Beningo will be here breaking down all your sports. I did see that DeMar Hamlin was uh, in full gear and out there. He did say that he's uh, a little scared. I mean, that's not good, Understandably though. so. Understandably so, but you can't play scared. That's when you get injured. Okay, but it was the first day of padded practice, and mm-hmm. I also saw him speaking at the podium with a big smile on his face. So I appreciate the honesty because normally a yeah. guy would be out here being like... Pfft. I don't even think about it. Yeah. I mean, look, it's hard to fathom when you consider where he was some, what, seven months yeah. ago? We didn't think he was ever going to walk again. Yeah. And here he is out no, there out in here. full pads practice. Fully padded out. So hopefully he continues. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.